We have a very special guest in our studio, Rabbi Mordechai Kanelski. Would it be an upcoming yuntiv without speaking to Rabbi Kanelski? The answer is probably no, and that's why he's here. Bris Avram is at 908-289-0770, 908-289-0770. There's a website, brisavraham, A-V-R-O-H-O-M.org, brisavraham.org, where you can support the incredible effort to provide Pesach Sdarim, the Pesach Seder, on two consecutive nights to people in Hillside, Fairlawn, Jersey City, and Brooklyn, New York. Rabbi Mordechai Kanelski, welcome back to JM in the AM. Agus Morgenim Nochem. Oh, is it nice to see you. And I'm flattered that you came all the way to New York City to be here. Let me tell you, coming to New York City, and I came to the program earlier, they used to come to Jersey City. That's right. How come that? Why does that work that way? Uh-huh, because you gave me good information where I could have a good chakras. And to daven in the Bialystik shul was a beautiful shachris. It is a nice shul. Yes, it was a beautiful shul with daven shachris there. And I want to tell you that, number one, I want to give you a brocha, that this place should continue to bring simcha to every single Jew. Amen. And if now it was a three-hour program, now it's a 24-hour program, that you're giving an opportunity to everyone, no matter what is his time schedule, that he should be able to start his day or be uplifted during the day with Simcha. I appreciate it. The Torah that. is teaching us a very important thing of Simcha, that Simcha has to be every single day, to a degree that even Chedesh Ov doesn't say no Simcha, says Mematim Simcha. Now that we just finished with order, then we are just Marbim Simcha. And with Marbim Simcha that we came into Nisan, and we, the, we are anxiously waiting for the great redemption from this Goos, then your simcha will jump us into the greatest simcha of Guva. Amen. The Rebbe said many times that rather a person is living with the spirit of the coming of Moshiach, then he is zeicher to see it. How do we live with the coming of Moshiach? Rudat, we have simcha. And you are adding that simcha to every single Jew. Then the Rebbe Hashem should give you and Stacy many healthy years to be able to do it because uh, everybody gets up in the morning and has your simcha next to him, he is in a different mood. And thank you for giving us to everybody. Now I'm coming into my office, I'm enjoying, because every second computer has it. <laughs> They're all playing it, huh? Yes. <laughs> uh, this is so beautiful to hear you, not just in the morning, but, you know, sometimes lunchtime, we also could hear Lachab Sigal. That's correct. Then, you, know, uh, you remind me of two things I wanted to tell you. The first is you, you mentioned you saw Rabbi Ram this morning. Yes. The first time he was ever in this studio, he said there's a bracha, we say, in benching um, to the balabas that nechasov krovim la'ir, right? That you're, that everything you have should be close by. And, of course, how could it be closer <laughs> than that? Be closer uh, you than you could go to work. <laughs> so, so that worked out really nicely. And the second one is a joke because I thought of you when I saw this joke. I hope you don't mind. Yes. There's a young boy. <laughs> there's a young boy standing next to a big kiddish cup filled with wine. And he says, I was thinking during the Seder to drink from Koshal Yo, but I remember what happened when I sat in his chair. <laughs> and I thought you for Brissa Rub would appreciate that joke. <laughs> great, 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 great. But let me tell you. Yes. Elio Novi, who comes to every single Seder night, right. is a unique thing. I remember as a child in Russia when I had the privilege to be by the Pesach Seder with my parents should be held in Zangizun to oh, my man. grandparents of Ashom. Then, uh, you know, 
Pesach was a big preparation because we started to prepare Pesach a year in advance. We always talk about this. <laughs> because it's, it's a reality. You know, today, people are, when I'm, when they, when I'm the, bringing to people matzah shmurah, they think, when was that baked? <laughs> was that baked? Uh, after Hanukkah was baked because that's a couple is, of months ago. Yeah, couple, no, sometimes it's just a, a weeks ago right. because I just baked the matzahs right. for everybody three days before Purim. Oh, this is old. I want to have fresh matzah. <laughs> Say, fresh matzah. Great. Then I will tell you which my matzah, how fresh it was. <laughs> my matzah was about 15 months fresh. Correct. Because the matzah that was baked in, um, in Israel or in America right after Purim, right after Hanukkah, that was sent to Russia to the families who observed and ate only Shmura matzah. But the Russian government made sure that we should get it for Pesach Sheni. We used to get it always after Pesach. And from Pesach Sheni to Pesach Rishon, we used to hold the matzahs in the bedroom of the parents in the top, covered with a white with a white sheet of white cloth. You you said that you remember as a kid the I matzahs remember. sitting up there, and because you were they delivered the matzahs after Pesach. God bless the Russian government, after the Soviet Union government, I should say, uh, after Pesach. Uh, you literally kept them there for 11 more months to use at the Seder. So we're complaining about matzahs that are a few weeks old, huh? Well, I want to tell you, when you looked at these matzahs, and Shvuyas, and Sukhyas, and Hanukkah, <laughs> and you looked upstairs, you always had the dream, because for us, Pesach was not just the symbol of Pesach. We were in Mitzrayim, 24 hours a day in Russia. Right. Then we were anxiously waiting for that holiday of Pesach. And we were... When we to experience Cheros. Correct, correct. We were waiting for that Cheros. And we all believed every single second that this Pesach will not be just say, Roshona HaBobi Roshowayim, but it's a bit like Roshona HaZez Roshowayim. Because we, we, it was something that, you know, passed by 50 years. But I'm still having that yearning and that remembering because this is something unique. This is something that you're sharing with people. And I want to tell you, I have the privilege to meet for the past few years, many groups from Russia are coming here to America. Right. Uh, and they're coming to our show, but my wife and myself have the privilege to share with them our life in Russia. Right. And one of the things that we're sharing with them is the matzahs things. And they, and they say, it's, you waited a whole year for that matzahs? <laughs> You waited for a whole year for that matzahs. And the truth of the matter is, it was so unique and so special. And the same, and the same thing we have to also say that when Eleonov comes to every single Pesach Seder, oh. and he's coming to a Pesach Seder where there is sitting people that are experiencing Pesach Seder in the true way of freedom and the true way of knowing how to do all the order of the Seder. And as I say many times when I'm starting the Pesach Seder, I say, what's the word Seder? Seder is order, order yeah. correct. If somebody will take, uh, when we're sitting down at Pesach Seder, people are very thirsty, and on the table there is wine. And many people are taking the bottle of wine and they're starting to be the four cases right away. <laughs> they're machmir. They're machmir, <laughs> right? Zerizim makdimen. Zerizim makdimen. They don't know exactly the sheer if it's eight, if it's three and a half ounces or four ounces, or three and a half gallons. <laughs> they're making three and four together. It becomes kavashvin chavivim. And then when it comes to the third and fourth cup, they say, Rebbe, Yani Magu, I cannot drink the third and the fourth cup. I finished already three bottles. <laughs> I say, look, the whole thing of the Pesach Seder is the order. If somebody was drinking the beginning a whole bottle of wine, he still had only one cup drink. Therefore, let's have it the proper order. Brice of Rome is going to celebrate 
like every single Jew, the holiday of Pesach, Monday night. But we are starting to prepare the ready. And as you see here, yeah. we have two brochures, right. one in Russian and one in English, that with a Pesach guide, every single step, how to do the Pesach Seder the proper way. Because we're giving an opportunity to many people. And let me be clear, even a person who lives in America 20 or 30 years, and even a person that is uh, called Masorati, that is, you know, traditionalist, when it comes to the Pesach Seder, do it the proper way, it's much, much better and much, much more encouraging when you're sitting in the atmosphere and the rabbi is telling you every single step of the way how to do it the proper way. For sure. Somebody who is wearing the yeshiva, it's one thing, but like this. And therefore, we are making Pesach Seders in so many places to give an opportunity, not just for the Russian Jewish community. This is our right. major goal. But even, even a Jew, that there is no other Pesach Seder. Also, as you've said in the past, you don't want people being alone Seder night. There are a lot of people that would actually be alone doing their own Seder. Yes, and let me ask you, how is it possible when a Jew sits by himself and the only counterpart is by him, Eliyahu Novi? Right. Then much better when there is Bereivam Hadras Melach, when there is many more people who are sitting by, sitting by the Pesach Seder. The second thing is I would like to share today is the distribution of matzah to make sure that every single Jew has shmur matzah. It's a very important thing. The Zohar says that matzah is being called michwa de mehemnuse. Mm -hmm. It's a... The, the, the heavenly food? Is that what it is? Mehemnuse brings emunah, believe in ah. God. And michwa de asvuse, it brings health. People are spending so much money on doctors and insurances. I will not talk now about the insurance cases <laughs> because this is a, not another a, topic. Another to but not a radio conversation <laughs> between me and, and uh, we'll not use up that precious time that we have. But here, the Rebbeinah Shalom tells us, I'm giving you two seders. I'm giving you an opportunity to eat matzah the first and the second night. And that will bring you health and that will bring you a moon in the Rebbeinah Shalom. A person needs a moon so much because they are going through troublings and trumblings every single day throughout the year. Yeah. Where do we catch that moon? Where do we have that moon? Do we have to look at our, our forefathers in, in Mitzrayim? At the moment when Meisha Rabbeinu came to them and said to them, the time of your redemption came, then they even believed in Meisha Rabbeinu. And through that, they believed in Meisha Rabbeinu. And as the the, the Novi says that the Eden followed the Rebbeinu Shavayom, knowing just the belief, we are now going through the same time as the time before the coming of Mashiach. We all are anxiously waiting and there are so many problems. How a person could overcome that? The matzah is the, the emunah. When you're giving a Jew the piece of matzah, and I want to tell you, I have the privilege to bring to so many thousands of people Shmura matzah. And when you're coming into that office of that person, to that house, and you're giving him that pound of matzah, or the three matzahs, even the person is not yet a practicing Jew. And as I say, he still does not put two pairs of feeling. He does not <laughs> yet wash uh, my <laughs> <laughs> but the Shmura Matze, he's so embracing. Yesterday I was by a doctor's office. And I called him up and I said, doctor, uh, 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 can I see the doctor? And the secretary says, the doctor is very busy. I said, say to him, Rabbi Kanelski has Shmura Matze for him. She, she, and she didn't know how to, what to say. How, because to, pronounce how it, right? to pronounce it. <laughs> and, but then she says, okay, spell it. And me, with my English, I tried to spell him Shmura Matze. <laughs> And she 
with her translation, the doctor comes back and says, one thing she said, right, matzah. Do you have my, my box of matzah? I says, yes. I says, come, Rabbi, come right away. I see you. all the patients will wait. And I'm coming in, and he embraces me, and he hugs me, and I'm giving him the matzahs, and he says, okay, there is two more things that we have to do. Give me the piece of paper, let me sign the chomets, right. and let's put film. Right. And all the patients waited. Mitzvah, Galadus, Mitzvah. Yes, then he did in one shot three mitzvahs. He got shmur matzah, and he's waiting from that for year to year. And then he says to me, Rabbi, I see you before him keeper when you're bringing me my honey cake every, every, yes, this is a tradition with a doctor in Manhattan that I'm giving him, uh, twice a year I see the doctor. I'm giving him before Rosh Hashanah, before him keeper the honey cake and I'm giving him an Pesach the Shemur Matzah. And he says, and let me tell you what happened with him at, a few years ago. A few years ago, I was so busy and I did not have the chance to see him before Rosh Hashanah. Do you have a chance? No honey cake. Between Russian and Keeper, my eyes hurts me. And I have no choice. I have to go to the doctor. And I remembered myself that I was not by the doctor yet. And when I came to him, he says, you see, God made you to come to me. Because you, because forgot, you forgot to bring me the honey cake. <laughs> and now God said, now, doctor, listen to me. How can I face God without putting film before him, Keeper? Unbelievable. You know, you look at that and you see the specialty of a Jew, the nishoma of a Jew. Where is it coming? Where is coming that emuna? Through Shmur When you're giving a Jew Shmur his nishoma is being elevated. Mm. His nishoma is being connected to God. And when you're giving that to a Jew Shmur you're uplifting him, you're reminding him that it's not just that we are celebrating something that happened over 3,000 years ago. Right. No. It's now. We are owing goals. Even the Jew that is davening, you're going to Eretz to Pesach. If Moshiach, God forbid, doesn't show up, God forbid, God forbid, everybody down with the Koisel says still, I stands in front of the Koisel. But it's Golino Miarzeno. We don't have Moshiach yet. We don't have the Gula yet. How could we bring the Gula? We have to embrace every single Jew to make every single Jew a part of this great mission. I don't mean to interrupt you, but there's so many things I have to tell you. There's so many things I have to say to you, right? Mordechai Kanelski is here. I encourage everybody, sponsor the Starim. At least one Seder sponsor, whether it's in, New Jer in Jersey City, our old home, or whether it's in Brooklyn, or whether it's in Hillside, or in Fairlawn, sponsor a Seder. You could dial 908-289-0770, brisavram.org, brisavram.org. Make sure to say hello to... Uh, Avremi Kanelski, if you're traveling to Israel from Newark Airport, you'll see Avremi there at the Bris Avram. Yeah, today, you Thursday. You can't avoid him. You, no. you can't miss him. It's impossible to miss him once you're going to – unless you miss security. <laughs> That's the only way you can miss Avremi Kanelski. Um, you got the following note from somebody. It says, Rabbi Kanelski and Mrs. Sterney Kanelski, I received the – My partner in life. That's for sure. I received the photo of me donning tefillin that you sent to me. Thank you so very much for sending me the photograph. I will share it with my family. I only wish that my grandparents on my mother's side were still around to have seen the photo too. It would have brought them great joy to see me partaking in such a tradition. My grandparents were practicing first-generation Eastern European Jews. They kept kosher in the home, and my grandfather attended shul regularly. Maybe that day they were smiling down from heaven. That's amazing. I tell you, when I got this email, I was crying. You know, this is a person that I knew him for many years. And I never thought that he's Jewish. And a very prominent member in, in uh, government, I would say. Right? Yes. 
And he was working in one facility. And I did not. You had uh, no idea? No idea. I mean, I knew him right. that uh, he's doing some jobs. Right. Like a he was helping you. With helping, something. yes. So he was carrying the menorahs. And then I'm coming to a new location. And I see him. And says, I said to him, what, what do you change? He says, now I became the big guy. He's the general supervisor. Supervisor, yes. <laughs> Beautiful. And he, he still take, takes the donuts for me and takes the menorahs and everything. And as we're coming up to the office of the general manager, the general manager says to him, you are Jewish. You white the menorah. And I became so puzzled because I did not know that he's Jewish. Then I said to him, are you Jewish? He says, yes, my mother is Jewish. And my, and my grandparents were Jewish. I said to him, great. Then I want you to write the menorah. And he lit the menorah. He was so proud of that. And then I, uh, I said to him, how's about to put film on? And he says, well, I'm in the middle of work. Was that this past Hanukkah? This Hanukkah. And the general manager says to him, I'm your boss. You put film on now. <sighs> and the whole office is watching how he's putting film on. And after he puts the film on, I asked, I said to him, when was the last time you put film on? He says, never. That's my first time. Then I said to him, well, this is your bar mitzvah. He says, this is my bar mitzvah. And I saw tears from his eyes. First time First time in his ever... life. And you had to see how the whole office, who were not Jewish people, but so proud of him that he put film on, and he saw how his um, emotions, that he started to cry. And I said, guys, I don't have here liquor, but let each one take a donut right. and take some soda and say and say l'chaim <laughs> and wish him that this is his bar mitzvah. <laughs> and they all clapped their hands. And then I took the picture and I sent it to him. That's what he responded. That nishoma was reawakening. How much his grandparents and his rights looked on that. And that when you're giving somebody matzah or anything, you're just putting a smile on his face. Nochum, you're putting a smile on millions of people's faces Thank when you. you're putting your radio show. Thank because you. you're bringing so much simcha and so much joy because joy and happiness, as I wrote you here, that the most important is simcha because through simcha, we'll jump into the greatest simcha. Amen. I, I have to add two things that I think I always discuss with you, Erev Pesach, uh, before we close, and that is, number one, um, as all of us, or many of us, I should say, will be shopping in the next week and basically buying everything you ever needed, even when it's not Pesach, right? Even pay, even Pesach that grows in bread at this point, right? And even things that you don't need. Right. Oh, it's kosher or Pesach. Let me buy it. Let me treat my grandchildren. Just remember that there are people on this globe, and certainly you remember back, you know, 30, 40 years ago, where things, 50. <laughs> 50 years ago, where things were not always like that, and where apples and potatoes were 90% of the diet on, uh, on Pesach, right? Basically. That, that was the main course. That was the main <laughs> course for eight straight days. But, uh, yes. And the other thing is that as we enjoy all of our Cholamoid outings, and I would guess your grandchildren do enjoy them, right? Your 100%. grandchildren do. I want, it must be funny for you to go with your grandchildren to something, some place in Cholamoy, the music parks and the rides and the zoo, and you're saying to yourself, wow, if they only knew what it was like for me when I was 10 years old, you know? I want to tell you, uh, I'm waiting for that to take my grandchildren because after I, months of working from Purim to Pesach, that I hardly... I'm, uh, as my wife says, you're in, you're, <laughs> you're the Pesach guest. Right. <laughs> you're, who's, who's that man with the beard? <laughs> who's that man with the beard? This is the Pesach guest that comes. 
and thanks to you, today I left my house even, <laughs> even earlier than that. Yes, but uh, it's it's we have to do two things. Number one, to use up the opportunity and to spend time with our children and grandchildren right. during Halamate. But at the same token, is to instill in them a very important thing: share with them what happens fifty years ago. Grandchildren, say thank you to God that you have an opportunity to join. The awesome concept that you're bringing into everybody constantly to say, thank you to the Rebbeinu Shalom, that's what the Rebbeinu Shalom wants. It's being said in the name of the Baal Shem Tov. The Baal Shem Tov said, what it says, Va'ata Kodesh, Yeshef, the Hilas Yisrael. Va'ata Kodesh, you the Rebbeinu Shalom, sure. Yeshef. And what are you sitting? On the Hilas Yisrael. And that, that every single Jew says constantly, Boro Hashem. The power of Boro Hashem is so great. And I will conclude with a small story about Baruch Hashem. There was that the Baal Shem Tov once saw a terrible decree on a, on a town that unfortunately the town has to be wiped up. And the Baal Shem Tov was pr praying and elevated to different elements to find out how could he save that town. Until he find out that there, there is a person in town that he is a, a sandalar, a person who makes shoes. A cobbler. And shoemaker. A shoemaker. And he, and his power is that he could save the whole town. The Baal Shem Tev traveled to that person and asked the person, what are you doing? He says, what I'm doing, Rebbe? I'm getting up in the morning, I'm going to shoe, then I'm coming to my place, and he claps sheikh, and I'm making it. He says, tell me, how do you do that? He says, well, at, and the Baal Shem Tev watched him to doing. And then the Baal Shem Tev realized, every time when I'm putting in a nail, Whatever I've done, I saw, I say one thing. Boruch Shankway Mahusaway won't void. Boruch Shankway Mahusaway won't void. May the Rebbeinu Shum be blessed. Constantly when I'm putting in every nail, wherever I have to fix up the shoes, I am saying Boruch Shankway Mahusaway won't void. Says the Baal Shem, now I understand. With you saying Boruch Shankway Mahusaway won't void because he did not know anything else. He knew how to daven, but he was sitting in his work for 12 hours a day, was putting in nails. What else could he do? That he's saying the Boruch Shekhoi Machusavay Vavoyed, he saved the entire town, that the town should not be destroyed. We do not know how much could we bring in Boruch Shekhoi Machusavay Vavoyed. How do we bring this? You're inviting a Pesach, a Jew to your Pesach Seder. Not just we're saying, We're really inviting that person. And not just that, but before Pesach, Misha Torah Be'erev Shabbos, Yechel Be'Shabbos, that before Pesach you're going and you're giving out Shmur Matzah to Jewish people. You're selling their chomets and you're putting them in tefillin. And through that, we will all be zeicher. Soon, celebrate Pesach. Now, just in a spiritual way, Leonovi, But in a physical way, we will be zeicher Leonovi. And I would like to conclude, as Borah Hashem, I had the privilege with you when, before your wedding, and your father, uh, he was my mentor in many, many places. And when I came to New Jersey, he was the first rabbi who helped me and the first rabbi who gave me a check for Bris of Rohom. And I will never forget that. Because I really, uh, you know, as a small, as a young bocher, and he as the rabbi of the young Israel and the president of the rabbinical uh, council. council, and he had the time, and not just in his greatness of knowledge, but also Begashmis. He was a tall man. He was a tall man. We always looked up to him. <laughs> Baruch Hashem. We look up to you too. <laughs> and, uh, 
and we were sent by the Rebbe, we were standing by the Rebbe the day before your wedding, and the Rebbe gave you an extra dollar for the concept the Rebbe said unto you, Mishia Shomon Masayim, whoever has 100 wants 200, and 200 to 400, you should have two radio stations. Then now you move to a new place. <laughs> it's not just a new place. You came to the greatest place in the world. And I'm not advocating saying New York is better than New Jersey. I'm a resident of New Jersey. But it's still the capital, and it's still the headquarters of every single thing. May the brachas of the Rebbe be with you forever, be you and your wife. And this place that now you have simcha not two hours a day, I'm sorry, not three hours a day, but 24 hours a day, use up this simcha to reawaken everybody. And we want to wish that next Friday is the 11th of Nisan, the Rebbe's birthday. Erev Shabbos HaGodot. Erev Shabbos HaGodot. It's a day that the Rebbe by himself asked once, that even if it's not customary to ask for presents, but he would like to ask a present from somebody. What did the Rebbe ask from that Jew? If he has five minutes to put fuel. And that Jew is a person who is who is in control of nine figures. But the Rebbe did not ask him for a, for a figure. No donation. The Rebbe, no. The Rebbe asked him one thing. If you find three to five minutes to put film. My dear friends, let's put film and let's do Bisimcha and let's greet Moshiach and Elio Anovi immediately. I hope somebody will have the desire to call Rabbi Kanelsky's office right now and sponsor some Pesach Sdurim. Thank you. Uh, in, in my, it, it would give me the greatest joy today. The greatest joy. And I, I want to give a big This has been such a special visit. A great yesherkoyach to the old rabbis of Bris Avrohom, not just Avremi, but Rabbi David, Rabbi Boruch, Rabbi Mendel, and my father-in-law, my uncle, Rabbi Zaltzman, sure. and all the ancient chiles of all these rabbis uh, who are uh, giving their husbands the opportunity to go around to do all the Pesach Seders, and my ancient chayel, my dear wife, Sterni, one of wish to all the wives that their preparations to Pesach should be easy oh, and they should be able and all the Jewish wives around the world and we should be able to sit and, and to greet Mashiach immediately. I like how you laugh when you say Pesach preparations should be easy. Briss of Rum at 908-289-0770. A wonderful, wonderful visit from Rabbi Mordechai Kanelsky.